Welcome to my podcast, where the truth is upheld and my life journeys are unveiled. Let go and let God. I want you to let go and let God. You have to let go and let God. Until then, he may not heal the pain that you're holding on to. Let go. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to go before you and let go. Let go of those things that you're holding on to. How can the Lord heal what you will not let go of? Don't be in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s and 50s and 60s and well over into your 80s. Three score and 10 holding on to your childhood memories of maladaptive relationships, holding on to an abusive spouse, holding on to a neglectful parent, holding on to a disrespectful and renegade child, holding on to family systems, holding on to religious structures that have chained you and enslaved you and wrote religion and traditionalism, and now you say you don't believe. Holding on to the culture that's ever-changing that you can never, ever, ever meet up to because it even doesn't even understand how to keep a standard. It's always vacillating. Holding on to generational behavior patterns of financial deficit. Let go. Let go. Let go so God can heal you. Let go so that God can show you who he is through his miraculous way in which he takes humans in the human experience while you are yet alive and brings beauty from ashes. It is not until we get to a place of brokenness that the Lord God can show himself to us. Before then, we see our works. But when you throw your hands up, when you wave that white flag, when you plead for the Holy Spirit to come in and lead your life and for you to do what the will of God is for your life, no matter what, you shall see God. Until then, you've made an idol of yourself. Until then, you proclaim that God has made himself manifest, but it's on your agenda. You'll never know your true value and your worth until you let God show you, you. But you got to let go. You've got to let go, woman. You've got to know, let go, man. You've got to let go. Bag lady, you gonna hurt your back. Dragging all them bags like that. Is that what you want to be? 
You want to be pushing on a grocery store, a department store cart up and down the road, making room for that cart with all of your belabored past, pulling up a seat at the table for baggage? Is that what you want to do? Not me. I want to be free. 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 I do not want to hold on to baggage. And I hope you don't either. Hope deferred makes a heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is the tree of life. Proverbs thirteen twelve. The longing fulfilled is the hope of glory, and it's in Christ. The longing fulfilled is when you let go. And I'm going to tell you, if you've never been taught that you are nothing and that in Christ you are everything, I'm going to tell you right now. You are nothing, yet in Christ, you become complete. Almost doesn't count. Hmm. Brandy told us that back in the 80s and 90s. Back in the 90s, almost doesn't count. Hmm. Almost doesn't count. Lord, I'm climbing. Trying to make 100 because 99 and a half just won't do. Lord, I'm trying, trying to make 100 because. For those of you religious people who don't want to hear my secular songs and that relate to what I'm saying. But this is how my brain works. I have a song for Everything that I say, I have a song for emotions and feelings. I have a song to project for the world system we're in. It's in my brain. That's how I think. That's how I function. And I'm saying, almost doesn't count. That's my challenge to you, listener. On this side of grace, we don't get any more time to play around with this thing called surrender. It's a must. If you're going to grow, you have to surrender. And guess what? It's not a one-time thing. The, the idea, the process, the reality of surrendering to God is yet the first step. But the process of sanctification is a lifelong process. Forget about what you've been told about rededicating your life, rededicating your life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who told you? That you have the authority to rededicate anything. Let's talk about true conversion. Let's talk about repenting to God and asking forgiveness for your sins. Let's talk about living through a life that ebbs and flows from positive and negative polars. Let's talk about tests and trials that not only show you how much you are not, but they also sharpen you to make you stronger. Let's talk about allegiances in life that we have to let go of because they are many gods. They are dans. They are demigods in our lives. I.e. Unhealthy family that is not yoked to the God that you're yoked to. An oxen and a donkey won't work. An oxen and a donkey 
won't work. So if you're riding the spiritual wave of spiritual growth, some of them donkeys got to go. Love you from a distance. Mother's Day, Father's Day, Easter. Some of them got to, they got to go. That cannot be a part of your camaraderie. That cannot be a part of your entourage. Let's take Christ for example. Let's take Paul for example. When I think of all of the martyrs in the word of God, I think of isolation. I think of separation. I think of a calling that is higher than they even knew themselves. Lord, have mercy. Fall fresh, Holy Spirit. Fall fresh. Even me, Lord. Even me. Even me, Lord. Even me. Let some drops fall. us, Lord. God has not forgotten. He knows. He knows the measure. He knows the recipe. God is the only one who can author your path. No five-year plan, no 10-year projection. No scheduler, planner, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry. All of those are means. Those are means to an end. There's a tick and a talk, a financial disruption, a low battery, a loss of signal away from leaving you incomplete. But the Lord God, who sits high and looks low and does not bring into account bring into recognition or give any shots out to any other God, that God, Elohim, that God, Yahweh, that God, El Elyon, that's who you need to be looking up to. Focus, focus on that God. Like an eagle coming down out the sky for its prey, that God. God sees you before you see him a mile away, that God. Eye of the storm, that God. The God that allows ants not to sleep and to work and to slave for the economy and the global ecosystem. 24 hours a day from the time that they are able to work until they die. That God. But joy. It's going to come in the morning, 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 oh, joy mm-hmm. comes in the morning, joy comes in the midst of sorrow, joy comes 
in the midst of sorrow. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because joy is being full of the Holy Ghost. That's joy. Some people would argue that being filled with the Spirit means that you have lost control in the autonomy of your physical person, and now you have been left in the spirit realm to be used to gyrate and to flip and flop and to speak in tongues and things like that. What I am not saying is that some haven't been authored different gifts to do different things of what I just said right now, specifically the tongue piece. Though the word of God says that if tongues are spoken, they must be deciphered. If tongues are spoken, they must be interpreted. Because God is not a God of confusion. He would never put us in a realm and put someone in a realm to represent him that is not clear. But what I am saying is that when the spirit of the Lord falls upon you, that's joy. Proving to live fruitfully, abound in a base, that's joy. A perspective of hope in the midst of complete disaster and calamity. That's joy. That's hope. That's hope. And you can find joy, excuse me, in that measure of hope. Emotionalism would teach us that joy isn't this outward, elated expression of screaming and hollering and jumping up and down. Sure, that you're caught in your emotions. Let's say that's a manifestation of joy. There's other emotional terms that can connect to that behavior. But let's talk about the joy down in my soul, deep down in my soul. You give me joy down in your soul. That visceral connection to a feeling. To a feeling. And based on your joy, what do you emote? Excitement? Happiness? A pleasant glow about yourself? Based on your joy, do you serve? Serve others in joy? Serve others in gladness? That deep, visceral, spiritual connection with the physical manifestation and emotive. Y'all, I'm not even going to convince you. I'm not trying to convince you. Hmm. This space that I'm in, in this journey that we call life, what puts wind in the sail, what is floating the ship along the water, what is allowing this countenance and this constitution of mind have a joy deep down inside. And for me, this joy is a direct manifestation of being stripped down, buck bald naked, as they say, to nothing. And knowing that I can only look up from here. 
and say, I'm, I'm on my way up, you know? Uh, there's no other place I can go down anymore but to death at this point. But God. But God. Let go. Surrender. Breakthrough is a buzzword in our culture, in our churches, in our community. But suffering is the buzzword. Suffering is the buzzword. Suffering is the true buzzword. Because Jesus Christ came to live on this earth to die. He was born to die. And his walk, our Savior, Jesus Christ, did not have a home. He didn't have a mailbox. He didn't have a P.O. box. He didn't have a table and a sink and a garbage can and a bed and a restroom that he could call his own. Our Savior, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, came to earth to die and was born in human flesh to be the example. The example of suffering. Being a believer in Jesus Christ, being a Christian, a Christ follower, reading the Bible, a Christocentric gospel about Jesus Christ, about the Lord God, from beginning to end, we see suffering. Suffering upon suffering upon suffering. Lord, you give me joy down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul. You give me joy. Mm, Thank you, God. Thank you for sending your son to the earth. Thank you for allowing Jesus Christ to be the example for Christianity. Thank you for allowing Jesus Christ not to compromise, even in righteous anger, to still act out of what it is that he was authored to do and not take matters into his own hands. Lord, thank you. Thank you for the examples of Christ's teaching so that we can have scripture to refer to at times where hope is deferred, at times where we are we are functioning out of the emotive of and emoting emotions of joy, we still have a reference point to that. Thank you for the Psalms. Thank you for the Proverbs, Lord. Thank you for these scriptures that allow even the broken, the broken David to be proclaimed upright. Upright in Hebrews, because he was yet a man who did sin and sin awfully, but God knew his heart and God knew from a human capacity what he was able to do, how he was able to do it, and the Lord was pleased. So what then with you, listener? What then with me? As I go on this journey of marital separation, as the pages are now skipping 
from chapter to chapter to chapter. What about me? Do I take matters into my own hands or do I continue to ride the wave of faith? Do I continue to believe that the longing will be fulfilled? Do I continue to believe that I have no idea? I do not know, but yet I trust. Yet I trust. And I hope you're doing the same, listener. I hope you're trusting. And I hope that you believe. I hope that you believe. There's one thing to hear. There's another thing to believe. And there is another whole other element of believing, which is surrendering. Somebody I used to know from the past used to say, we, we worked together with, with uh, young people and they would do this, the same things. Like their behaviors would just be like repetitive behaviors. And it's like, haven't you had enough of the consequences? And she used to say, girl, some people just don't believe that fat meat is greasy. And I was like, okay. This is one of those old people sayings that stick with you as a young person. Some people just don't believe fat meat is greasy. You can't be surprised if you pick up a piece of bacon and, and, uh, and with your hand and bite it and get grease on your hands. What you upset for? What? Why? We know it's greasy. That's pork. That's bacon. It's greasy. Some people just don't believe that their sins stain. They don't believe that their unbelief prevents them from believing, prevents them from surrender. They don't believe that the idols that they've made are actually leading their lives. They think that they're free and they're not. You're chained to the to what accompany, uh, encompasses you. Whatever is leading your train of thought, where your heart is, there you are as well. The freest people in the world that have lived and survived to speak about it, in my opinion, are Hollywood expats. Maybe today that they, you know, their their um, their worth, net worth, is amounts to nothing. But those who have survived. Hollywood, when I listen to their accounts, their testimonies, the what happened to, the where, where, what happened to, where is so-and-so-and-so, when I listen to the humbling experiences that many of them had when they no longer either chose to serve Baal or were given up as a sacrifice for Baal, I said, whoa, whoa. Gain the whole world, but lose your soul. And if God gives you an opportunity to be redeemed and not die, boy, if you go back. Mm, mm, mm. 
there's no vengeance in this with uh, a person exiting out of Babylon and trying to find vengeance through what they say, writing a book. For what? Have peace. Go. Go. You've been set free. Go. People lose their minds trying to fight this spiritual battle in the physical. Just go. Repent and turn no more. Go. There's so many. Turn into a pillar of salt because their heart was there. So here I am on this side of grace. Lord, grace and mercy, Lord, brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to thank you and praise you too. Your grace and mercy brought me through. If you know what I'm saying, you cannot refute that. You cannot refute that. It's only by God's grace and mercy. Only. God's unmerited favor. Mm. Unmerited favor. We don't deserve it. This is why we're nothing. Outside of Christ. Sprinkle a pepper. Pepper flake. In the Mediterranean desert. Lord, can you imagine? Only a fool would claim to be something. Representing themselves as a flake of pepper in the Mediterranean desert. It takes one iota of a wind to bury you. You're nothing. So we just must pray and ask God to continue to speak to us and let us hear from him. Speaking to me, Lord Jesus, we need to hear from you. If you don't speak, Lord Jesus, I don't know what to do. That was the jam. That's back when Kirk Franklin was really like curly haired Kirk Franklin and had some sense in his brain. That was the jam for youth ministry. Speak unto me, Lord Jesus. We need to hear from you. If you don't speak, Lord Jesus, I don't know what to do. We wake up in the morning and we see the bright sunshine. Living without you, Jesus, I can have no peace of mind. Your name I keep on calling like a melody so sweet. If I touch the hem of your garment, my life would be complete. Woo! What? Bars! Kirk had it going on there. I have to give him a shout out, shout out, shout outs for that. One. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Life, I wonder, will it take me under? I don't know. Nas, 1990. Man, when I tell you my brain be cataloging, y'all. Cataloging. Cataloging. 
Me may forgive, but me never forget, man. Me never forget, man. Anybody who tells me that, I, you know, I don't have any um, uh, unforgiveness in my heart, and so and so and so, I've just learned to look and listen. You don't wish bad on nobody. But me no, me no, me no better than that man. Me no better than that man. We don't know our hearts. Our hearts are wicked and deceitful. They sway from left to right, right to left, vacillate in emotion. Our hearts will allow our mouths to make a fool out of us because we, if we're speaking from our heart, we must be led by the Holy Spirit to do that. We must be under the unction of the Holy Spirit to truly speak out of the Spirit because if we're speaking from our hearts, we got to watch it. Many a times I've been in conversations and I felt as if I was being um, honest, you know, and speaking out of an onus and maybe the conversation started off on the quote-unquote right track. But if I was triggered, those the nature of my heart and possibly what was laying, you know, there in my heart, I was initially operating out of the spirit in the conversation. But if the flesh rises up, I'm coming from the heart. You know how you keep that in check? Guard your mouth. Guard your eyes. Guard your tongue. Watch who you hang around. Watch what you listen to. That's a part of surrender. Surrender your bodies to the Lord as a living sacrifice. Allow the Lord God to renew all of you, not some of you. It hurts me when I speak to, especially um, those up in age, and they cannot have certain conversations with me because it hurts too bad for them to talk about certain aspects of their life. And I'm like, oh, here I am, a young woman. I'm yet 40 years old, and my my uh, testimony is coming from my life experience that I don't own. It's not mine. Power belongs to God. It's not mine. It's not my testimony. This is for the sake of the kingdom as a believer in Christ, just as the, just as the Lord's life's testimony wasn't just for him. Lord have mercy. But here we are out here as young women and young men, and we're seeking, we're, we're, we're um, uh, open to, I should say, wise counsel from those who have been there and done that. But if they haven't healed, if they've not yet surrendered, if they're still holding on to the idolatry of X, Y, and Z, Lord have mercy. <coughs> Mm-mm. I hope we get it. Lord, I hope I get it. And I hope that this communication, God, has been pleasing unto you. I never have a written dialogue of what I will talk about. It's just coming from my heart. And tonight, I feel this. I feel this like I know you. I feel this like we're talking on the phone. Hello. I feel this. 
This is real. This is really real. This is really real. So here we are. Hope deferred makes a heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is the tree of life. And so as I'm waiting for for the Lord God to move, the Lord is showing me that right now, in this very season of the unknown, I must believe that the Lord will have the final say. I must stand still. I must not err to the right or left. I have to be still. Pray for me, y'all. In life circumstances, I have um, yet another hurdle to embark upon here soon. And I um, am wanting God to use me in such a mighty way. But my flesh, my flesh wants to retaliate. But God says, no. When God says, hmm. God said no. The winds and the waves. Uh, how's it go? The wind and the waves shall obey my will. Peace. Be still. And the master and the master of the wind and the wave. Say still. Peace. Be still. I don't know if that was the, that melody was right. That's I remember that song just came into my mind from childhood. Um, but I do know the words are the winds and the waves. They obey my, my will. Peace be still. Like even the winds and the waves obey the will of God. But man, man, it's all jacked up. S-I-N. S-I-N. All up and down. All up and down. We have to, we have to stay before the Lord. It's not even, this is, it's not an option. It really isn't. And you know, speaking of forgiveness, in this part of of the journey, if I was not operating from a place of forgiveness, I honestly do believe that the Lord would have allowed me to suffer, like to really suffer. Because our suffering that we've gone through literally is suffering um caked in grace you know suffering caked in 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 abundance but it's just not familiar my stripping is being stripped of all of the nuances and the novelties of life but we haven't been stripped buckball naked you know what i'm saying we haven't been god hasn't done us prison style we ain't had to just to, to, uh, uh, spread and squat. You know what I mean? Like, this is for real. Like, I'm this. This is for real what's happening in life today. Some people are being stripped down to look at look at this. Um, yeah, Lord, I'm not even going there. I'm not even going there. I give these celebrities and things who've been doing these evil and wicked things for years on end behind the scenes. I give them no power. I won't even say any names, but I just think about what that looks like to think that you have had it made almost like a cold case opened and and, uh, sorted out, you know, 
to think that you've had it made and you're going to get away with your sin. But that's God. God is just. And we don't ever know. I mean, back in my day of hanging out and running around, I um, sat under many a conversations of people who knew their day was coming. And they're like, yeah, I'm just trying to get the money now. I know at some point in time I'm going to get caught up. I'm going to have to do the time. So let me just try to get everything right for my family. And when it's my time, I have to do my bid, you know. But even thinking that you have it sorted out in that manner. Even thinking that you have it sorted out in that manner. When we've seen time and time again where somebody stashes money. Here recently, a man on the East Coast having all that money in the walls of his home. And it was found. It was found. So whatever whatever he was going, whatever he was saving up for his rainy day, those millions are gone. Yeah, they weren't in a, in a bank account, but the hole's been drilled in your wall and your wall's been sucked dry of all that you thought you stashed. God knows better than us. We can never outslide the maker. So as you're on your journey, surrender. This whole episode going from Willop to Wallop is me giving you some transparency about where I am right now in my functionings of surrender. Lots of singing, lots of reflecting, lots of waiting. Those who wait upon the Lord, he will mount you on his wings like eagles. Wait on him. Wait on the Lord. He will rise you above all of what you thought and more, but it's not to be done in your own way. And listener, when God brings somebody along your path for you to share with them, for you to be open and and honest with them, for you to be transparent and humble as you listen to them and share, if you don't take that assignment, if you don't surrender to the assignment, If God sees fit to allow someone else, he will. Sure, you might survive. Sure, you may not feel it. But almost doesn't count. You don't get a black belt in karate by choosing which test to take and which test you don't. I know that firsthand, and I'm just speaking from a practical sense. I I could never survive in a sport because I'm too afraid to flip over on my head. So I had a white belt with, with two yellow lines forever until it was just done. Until the, it was found that this is just not for you. Yeah, no, it's not. Because I'm, very, I'm, I'm definitely afraid to run and flip. So me attaining a black belt would be a farce. It'd be a online PhD degree and I would be found out because I wouldn't be learned when put to the test I'd be a novice and I'd make a complete fool of myself God allows assignments for us God puts us to different tests because we need to be tested it's a part of surrendering if you don't know ask the Holy Spirit to give you strength and go When God says, go, you better go, 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 go. 
It may be on a mountain peak or in the prison walls. But wherever, 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 wherever it may be, when God says, go, go, go. If Kier Sheard ain't never sang another song, she sang that one. If Karen Clark Sheard ain't never sang another song, she sang that one. And if Twinkie Clark ain't never wrote another song, to my knowledge, she wrote that one. Hmm. Safest place. In the whole wide world is in the will of God. Hmm. Wow. Safest place, yeah. In the whole wide world is in the will. Oh, God. Mm, mm, mm. You must know that. The safest place. Let me tell you. The safest place is in the will of God. Because you know death or life, a base or a bound, good and bad, you're going to be all right. Because our hope is in glory. It's not in this world. We are in war. There's an episode coming, episodes coming, I'm sorry, where I am going to be speaking on the yoke. We're in war. The battle began when you came out your mother's womb, where the natural birth, C-section, suction cup, when you came out of your mother's womb, womb, that umbilical cord was cut. And you gasps, gasp this earthly air as a means of oxygen to then fill your lungs as an autonomous being, the war began. And it's common for us in the human flesh to seek safety in promises of joy and happiness on earth. I'm not a doomsdayer. I definitely long for the day. When there can be some fulfillment to my longing, specifically to live in peace among all, amongst all men. And to have favor, to have favor with God, to fulfill some of the desires of my heart, which is to be secure in all means. And in the meantime, in between time, I surrender to the season that I'm in. I surrender. I surrender. <laughs> All to Jesus I surrender. All. To him I 
freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily. To thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Until next time, live your life like it ends today. Love your neighbor like the Bible says, and pray your way into eternity. You never know, Jesus Christ might be coming today. Peace.